Let's kick off today with this tweet comparing 2019 financial headline news to now. 2018 Bloomberg opinion. Yep, Bitcoin was a bubble and it popped. Millennials like generations before them just got a painful lesson about speculation. Versus 2021 Bloomberg opinion. Bitcoin is displacing gold as an inflation hedge. The digital assets increasing scale has made it a more viable competitor to the traditional protector against currency debasement. Bitcoin continues to battle the 60k price point, but hey, when Bitcoin was 30k, I was certain it would reach 60k. That's how I feel about 100k now. Awesome. Hello, I'm Crypto Casey and welcome to another episode of Last Week Crypto. Every Sunday, we review the performance of the largest cryptocurrencies, top gainers, as well as the latest global news stories affecting the crypto markets this past week. This week, we will discuss the price action of Bitcoin and ETH, how traditional banking institutions are feeling about crypto, uncertainty with impending regulation of the space, and some altcoin news. To check out the links to all of the articles we discuss, go to CryptoKC.com forward slash last week crypto. This week's episode is brought to you by Crypto.com, an exchange with over 55 different cryptocurrencies. On Crypto.com's mobile app, you can buy crypto with bank transfers, credit, debit cards, or crypto at true cost with no markups. Crypto.com also has a desktop exchange that is solely for crypto to crypto trading, which isn't available in the US quite yet. If you use the link below to sign up for Crypto.com, you'll receive $25 worth of cryptocurrency for free when you use the referral code CryptoCasey, all while supporting the channel. Also, every Wednesday, I conduct a weekly AMA or Ask Me Anything at Instagram.com forward slash CryptoCasey. So use the link to my one and only official Instagram account listed in the description area to follow me and ask me anything you want every Wednesday. Awesome. Let's hit last week crypto. Looking at the top cryptocurrencies by market cap, Bitcoin up 1.5%, ETH up 0.2%, Binance coin up 37%. Wow. XRP crushing it up an insane 110.9%. Looking at the top gainers this week, Bitcoin Gold up 166%, KuCoin Token up 158.9%, Wink up 131.6%, and of course, XRP, also a top gainer. Cool. All this price volatility is crazy, but with more volatility, we have more opportunity to make gains. We're still so early in this industry. Grayscale announces intention to convert its GBTC to an ETF. Today, digital assets management company Grayscale announced its intention to convert the world's largest Bitcoin trust, GBTC, into an exchange-traded fund, ETF, with regulatory approval. Having launched the product in 2013, Grayscale was a pioneer in the Bitcoin space for providing regulatorily compliant Bitcoin exposure to institutional investors and asset allocators. Currently, the only Bitcoin fund that can claim to be an SEC reporting company and with more than $38.8 billion in assets under management, GPTC, entering the ETF race is significant news, as there is not any other Bitcoin investment product that can boast its regulatory status, track record, size, or liquidity. Though many firms are currently seeking approval from the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, to offer Bitcoin ETFs, none have received approval to do so. So basically, the more crypto getting put into exchange-traded funds, the less price volatility we will experience in the future, as these financial instruments tend to stabilize asset prices. That and more adoption, which we are achieving. Check out how. The front page of Barron's newspaper, one of the largest financial publications in the US, features Bitcoin. And why wouldn't they? I mean, Bitcoin is now worth more than the four largest banks in the United States combined. That being JP Morgan, Bank of America, Citibank, and Wells Fargo. 
And the people don't just want Bitcoin. CME Ethereum futures hit record $240 million trading volume this week, signaling rising demand. An associate from crypto asset fund Decentral Park Capital, Lewis Harland, highlighted that the all-time high in open interest in CME ETH futures was a sign that institutional demand for cryptocurrency is growing. Harland also commented on Ethereum's massive supply shortage and what it could potentially mean for the asset's price. Check out this chart, depicting the total amount of ETH staked versus the balance of ETH on exchanges. The more ETH staked in the 2.0 network over the next few years, and the more ETH locked into DeFi projects, and the more ETH leaving exchanges, and not to mention the impending token burn protocol with the implementation of EIP-1559 coming this July, it's no wonder Ethereum sets all-time high of $2,197 as the crypto market surges. And as if we didn't need any more reasons to justify Ethereum's upward price pressure, whales with the largest amount of ETH are not only holding, they are continuing to buy more ETH. And here's another reason. DeFi's money markets are finally luring in institutional investors. The explosive growth of DeFi's money markets over the last few years has finally gotten the attention of institutional investors. Bitcoin's bull run from last year has caused even some of its biggest skeptics to soften their stance. From economists to hedge fund managers, the world is opening itself up to technology, and at the center of this movement is decentralized finance, or DeFi. While the market capitalization of all cryptocurrencies has hit $2 trillion, worth as much as Apple, it's the promise of DeFi, a small corner of the blockchain industry today, that's grabbing the attention of institutional investors. Yes, those same institutional investors, in fact, one in particular, on February 11th of 2014, JP Morgan said Bitcoin is an innovation worth limiting exposure to. Anyone who listened to JP Morgan missed out on the best investment of the millennium. And here's a chart showing the insane 9,000% gain since that comment. But now they've changed their tune. For the better? Well, JP Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon says fintech is an enormous competitive threat to banks. There are serious emerging issues that need to be dealt with and rather quickly, Dimon wrote. Among those are the growth of shadow banking and the legal and regulatory status of cryptocurrencies. With that in mind, Diamond called for government regulations aimed at creating a level playing field for banks, fintechs, and non-banks, financial institutions without a banking license alike. Leveling the playing field. The nerve he has to even suggest the playing field was ever level for anyone. Delusional. But as we all know, the SEC is getting more involved, but in a productive manner, I mean, seriously, is there any actual productive, efficient government process? In the Ripple case, the SEC is now on trial and knows it. If these regulators were honest, they would admit that nothing in the 1933 Securities Act refers to cryptocurrency and then would request Congress to clarify the statute. Instead, the SEC made an unfounded determination with no warning or process. Gary Gensler, slated to be confirmed as the next SEC chairman, will take the helm when China is racing ahead with a closed-ledger digital currency threatening to unseat the dollar as the leading medium of global exchange. It was extremely short-sighted of the SEC to handicap Ripple at a time when the U.S. needs every American crypto leader on board to compete with China. Moreover, the case seems to reveal that former SEC leaders put their personal gain above the well-being of the nation. When the agency repeatedly claims in filings and hearings that the SEC is not on trial here, it is almost certain that the opposite is true. So basically, some agency chairs find an ambiguous statute hard to resist. They overinterpret their authority to regulate, and Congress, too, often goes along. 
The backstop of this excess is the courts, provided that the aggrieved have the wherewithal to defend themselves against the gargantuan administrative state. This is what's happening with Ripple, and it's also happening with Library, except with the Library case the SEC has brought, if they lose, it could be really bad. Maddie Greenspan warns SEC's the latest action could threaten the future of all cryptocurrencies. Quantum Economics founder Maddie Greenspan has sounded the alarm over the damage the SEC's case against Library could do to crypto. He says, should the court side against Library, it would literally put the future of all cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin and Ether, in question. Judges generally take their guidance from previous rulings on similar cases, so a negative ruling here could make it easier for them to kill off any projects which utilizes crypto tokens. DeFi, non-fungible tokens or NFTs, smart contracts, and just about everything except possibly stablecoins. It will simply drive it out of the United States. Projects like this are flourishing in Europe and some parts of Asia, and the technology continues to progress globally. America is being left behind. I personally think Library is being targeted because it's basically a decentralized, transparent version of YouTube, except without the censorship. It's possible that Google gave the SEC a nudge on this one. We shall see. In the meantime, what we can all do is use the link in the description area below to sign a petition calling the SEC to drop the case. It's super simple, just requires your name, email address, and the click of a button. At the end of the day, will something like signing this electronic petition do anything? I mean, it doesn't hurt, but also at the end of the day, the sad reality is we live in a world where big banks crashed the economy in 2008 with almost no punishment, Robin Hood sides with the suit against the little guy without retribution, and big tech exploits and abuses us freely. So yeah, sign petitions, and also if you were a victim of the GameStop fiasco, the class action lawsuits are consolidating and getting ready to take some action. If you are interested in joining the class action lawsuit, go to matlaw.com forward slash class hyphen action, or you can click on the link in the description area below. If you'd like to know more about the GameStop class action lawsuit before joining, check out this video created by Matt, the lawyer, by clicking on the link, or you can head over to his YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash matlawtv. Nice. Petitions, lawsuits, and similar actions are how we little guys can have a bit of a voice in some matters, and sometimes we even have big guys that back us up. Mr. Bitcoin goes to Washington. The crypto industry desperately needs to flex its influence in Washington, but as usual, infighting prevails. Just this week, a new lobbying group sprung up in Washington, D.C. It involves two of the biggest names in the crypto world, Coinbase and Hedge Fund Paradigm, and two heavy hitters from the fintech and finance realms, Fidelity and Square. Together, the companies plan to tout the benefits of digital currency to lawmakers under the banner of a trade group called the Crypto Council for Innovation. At first blush, the arrival of the CCI and the four rich and influential companies supporting it looks like good news for the crypto industry. Skeptics, though, say that rather than bolstering the crypto cause, the CCI will fuel the factionalism that has long led the industry to punch below its weight in Washington. Either way, something needs to be done, and the CCI is the sixth organization lobbying for crypto. The others involve Winklevoss twins, Ripple, and similar. And we all know how money talks in Washington. So, as long as Bitcoin and ETH price still continues to increase while the US dollar inflates away, I think the crypto lobbyists will have plenty of money to play the legalized political bribery game. Also, as the value of crypto increases, make sure you are transferring your crypto from exchanges to hold safely in a cold storage hardware wallet. You can scroll down to the description area below to access the correct and official sites of my recommended hardware wallets. BC Vault is my personal favorite. Another option is the Ledger Nano Backup Pack, so scroll down to check them out. 
Or if you would rather make income from your idle digital assets you're planning to hold for the long term, you can safely earn interest with services provided by BlockFi. With a BlockFi interest account, your cryptocurrency can earn up to 8.6% APY. Interest accrues daily and is paid monthly. There are no hidden fees and no minimum balances. So if you're interested in learning more about BlockFi, you can get up to a $250 Bitcoin bonus when you use the link in the description area to sign up, all while supporting the channel. Protecting your ability to generate income so you can buy more crypto is another important thing to consider. So if you'd like to learn more about the advanced technical concepts of blockchain and become a developer in the space, check out Ivanon Tech's Academy. If you use the link below, you can access the Academy at a discounted price. So scroll down, check it out. All right, we've got at least four major events happening with the largest projects by market cap that will have this bull market raging quite intensely for the foreseeable future. We've got the Ethereum Optimism upgrade scheduled for July that will increase scalability, hopefully decrease transaction fees, and cause ETH to become deflationary with the token burn aspect of EIP-1559. We've got the launch of Polkadot's pair chains happening in the next few months. Cardano's launch of smart contracts on their blockchain, which has been a highly anticipated event in crypto. And finally, we've got the launch of Bitcoin ETFs we discussed earlier that will make it easier for big institutional adoption. Nice. So let's quickly hit on some altcoin news updates from the week. Kyber Network launches a dynamic market making protocol for higher capital efficiency. Kyber Network has launched a dynamic market making DMM protocol for higher capital efficiency. With Kyber DMM, slippage can be potentially 100 times better than AMMs or automated market makers for more stable pairs, Kyber Network CTO Victor Tran told The Block. So decentralized exchanges have been working hard on improving their systems. And just last month, we saw Uniswap announce its version 3 platform is launching in May, which is said to be 4,000 times more capital efficient than version 2. Some more DEX or decentralized exchange news featuring a project I jumped on several months ago, XOR or Sora. How will Sora's price perform after the launch of Polkaswap? Polkaswap leads the race to become the first decentralized exchange for Polkadot-based digital assets. Polkadot aims to ameliorate two pivotal elements of the DeFi economy, namely automated market makers and decentralized cryptocurrency exchanges. A connection to Polkadot through the Sora network allows the new Polkaswap decentralized exchange, or DEX, to feature a much higher transaction output compared with its rivals, while also maintaining reasonable transaction fees. As of March 22nd, Uniswap, Ethereum's largest DEX, had registered $1.08 billion in daily trading volume, while PancakeSwap, Binance Smart Chain's largest DEX, registered $860 million. By comparison, Coinbase, one of the largest centralized exchanges, registered $1.7 billion. There is certainly a demand for trading infrastructure, and Polkaswap is likely to gain traction as Polkadot's main DEX. Sweet, and as I mentioned a few times on my AMAs and on previous videos, Polkadot is a project I'm extremely bullish on because, in a nutshell, if you imagine each separate blockchain platform people are building on, like Ethereum versus Cardano versus Elrond, if you imagine all of these projects as separate galaxies in space with their own solar systems, Polkadot aims to connect all of these together to make transactions across the network seamless. Which is a big reason why I'm a proponent of there are no real Ethereum killers. Everything will interoperate and work together in the future. Awesome. Well, that was Last Week Crypto with me, Crypto Casey. If you enjoyed the episode, please make sure to like this video and subscribe to my channel for more crypto content. To check out the links to all of the articles we discussed, go to CryptoCasey.com forward slash last week crypto. So do you think the SEC will do good or bad by crypto? Will improvements to DEXs and the Ethereum network bring down the cost of transaction fees? Or will increased demand keep prices high? 
Let me know in the comments below. Be safe out there.